Why Judy Dixon? Now, you can just be friends with your friends. Okay, I think we should get started. It is 4.18 by my Apple Watch. And uh, those of you who are in the way back, we'd welcome you to come forward. Um, I'm Judy Dixon, and next to me is Brian Charlson, who is looking up the beginning CEU code for this session. So if you're waiting, is anyone here want the CEU code? Yes, someone does. Okay, Brian will have it in a second, but we know you're here, so it's okay. Why don't you leave your tickets on the tables and somebody can pick up the tickets in due course. Okay, the table that you're at, any table. Um, this session is called Now You Can Just Be Friends With Your Friends. And the idea is that it's primarily based on um, a book that was just published by National Braille Press called Getting Visual Assistance With Your iPhone. Now you can just be friends with your friends. And that subtitle actually is not original with me. I wish I had said it, but I didn't. But the person who said it in 2015, um, Hans Jorgen Wieberg, the, uh, one of the founders of Be My Eyes, was being interviewed on a podcast with Jonathan Mosen. And he was talking about what Be My Eyes was all about, and the idea that you could now just whistle up assistance from a sighted person, a stranger, and you don't have to wait till a friend comes along and then figure out, oh, this is, you don't get CEUs for this one. Sorry, guys. Um, but we'll try to educate you anyway, and we, we, and we can send a nice note to your boss and, you know. So, um, screened in. But the idea is that is that you know I, I mean those of us are that are uh, I, I fear that the twenty somethings in the room may not actually really know what it was like twenty or thirty years ago when techno. You don't think it was that long ago, Jeff? What ten years ago or forty? I don't know. Um, Ten years ago, when we didn't have the technology that we have today, and we plotted and planned and did all kinds of stuff to get, especially those of us, well, you know, who didn't have a sighted person readily available in our home, um, you know, if somebody called and said they were going to come by, well, your brain started to horror. You know, what do I need done? How long do they have? Oh, you're only going to be here for a few minutes? How long do they? Oh, I guess I better get to it rather quickly then. <laughs> and, and, and the idea now, it's so, I find it very liberating when a friend, my, my college roommate stopped by a few weeks ago, and I had, I had nothing that I needed to ask her help with. And it was just so wonderful. I, I mean, I, for me, that now you can just be friends with your friends just resonated so much to the way I had lived my life and the way I live my life now. So this book, which is about visual assistance with an iPhone, I mean, clearly, I know something about iPhones 
and I don't know very much about Android devices, but I don't want to offend people who like Android for whatever reason. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure you have good reasons. But the, the, much of this is available also for Android, uh, especially the, the apps are available for Android. And, and, and obviously the principles are the same. But I want to go through the book, tell you about what's in it, and then we'll do a couple of demos of things, and then, and then maybe have a... I, I certainly don't mind if this is a conversation, so don't think that I'm going to just present for an hour and then see if there's questions, because I really don't like to do it that way. So if anybody has a question, a comment, anything to add, I'm happy to have it at any point along the way. Just say your name, and I'll recognize you. Jeff, recognized. Can, somebody is speaking to Jeff's left. Are you on the phone? No, Ed asking a question. Oh, Ed, are you asking a question? Oh, I'm sorry. Jeff, did you have a question, or were you getting? On the table. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I, I'll repeat. We'll repeat the questions. Thanks. If we need to do that, we will. Ed, sorry. What's your What's your question, Ed? Okay, the book, the name of the book is Getting Visual, I'm happy to read it from the cover of the book. Um, <laughs> Getting Visual Assistance with, with an iPhone, Now You Can Just Be Friends With Your Friends. It is available from National Braille Press, and I do want to say, I say at the beginning of all these presentations, I write these books for National Braille Press as a volunteer. I, I get no royalties, and I got no payment for writing the book. I did get two free copies in the interest of full disclosure. But I, I uh, so I can promote it shamelessly because I make absolutely no money on it. Uh, it's available in hard copy Braille. What do they say here? They actually say, oh, this published in Braille, BRF, that's a electronic Braille, Daisy Text, and Word. So in the, in the sense that Daisy Text or Word, Daisy Text you can use with a Victor Reader Stream or Word you could use with a PC in the sense that those you can render in audio, then it's available in audio, but it, it's not available in human narrated audio. So back to the discussion of the book. Any other questions? Any comments? Anything? Okay, fine. Oh, one volume, okay. and it's $12. Okay. Um, so the book starts out with a discussion about help, the nature of help. And I think for many blind people, certainly for me, and I think for just about everybody I know, help is a very, very complicated topic how we feel about it, how much we want, who we want it from, who we're willing to take it from. I know I'm a lot nicer about help in the morning than I am at night. <laughs> if I'm tired and I'm grumpy, I don't, you know, don't help me, go away. But I think help is complicated. And, you know, getting assistance, 
with something. When we want to ask for help, are we enhancing our independence or are we giving up our independence? And I think we could, this session's only an hour and a quarter, so we won't de debate that particular point because I think we could debate it for a week and a quarter and we would not reach a conclusion because there probably isn't a conclusion. It's how do you feel about it? But it's still an issue. And you know all the power and all the glory that we have from the visual assistance that's now available, we, can, we have to internalize that into our own lives and into our own souls and, and into our own identity of our own selves. Then the next section is about choosing the best strategy for the job. And I think this is really an important thing because you can, you can overcomplicate things. I mean, I, I certainly would not call IRA to identify a paper currency. Um, I'd use an app for that. So what is it easier to use apps for? Apps are things that provide visual assistance. And when is it easier to use an app? When is it easier to call somebody and ask for help? Um, and being mindful of your privacy. Um, this is very important. And I do, when I, especially when I get to the human-assisted assistance, human assistance, I talk a lot about the privacy policies. And they're important. Of, I mean, Be My Eyes is very, very careful to say you have no privacy. We don't guarantee any privacy. And we encourage you not to use this service for anything that you consider personal information. On the other hand, IRA's very, uh, takes a very different approach to that. They, they are, our agents are vetted and, and we uh, do believe that you can use IRA for. But then they also, you want to know about, well, what are they going to do? They video every single, they save every single session that you do with IRA. What do they do with it? How long do they keep it? What are they doing with it? Who, can, who has access to it? These are all important issues that you need to be aware of and you need to know about. I know, like, you guys are probably like me. Every time something says, you know, I agree to the privacy problem, click, you know. <laughs> I certainly don't read those. But when I was working on this book, I read every one of them very, very carefully. And it was actually interesting. I wouldn't want to do it regularly, but it was interesting. Yes? It will actually probably help us. And I talk about that in, in that section on privacy because um, it's the, what's happening in Europe, the privacy requirements are becoming much stricter and um, the various companies are having to make adjustments because of it, but they're going to affect us as well. And They may, but Be My Eyes may change to, to accommodate them. So much of it has to do with disclosure. Um, if, you, you know, if, you, if you say it like it is, um, Be My Eyes actually stores all of their video in the United States. And uh, so that may change things. And, they, and they're very upfront about that. 
Um, so then I talk about machine learning. This is the geeky part of the book. Machine learning, augmented reality, and artificial intelligence. We hear these words all the time. What on earth do they mean? And what, what are their applications? I mean, why, why should we care about those things? I'm certainly not going to tell you now, because it'll be just as boring now as it was then. But, but uh, <laughs> it's there. And then using the iPhone's camera, I actually um, kind of repurposed a large section of the book that I wrote on taking pictures for National Braille Press four years ago. And uh, just all the things you need to think about. What I did when I wrote that book, the first book, I hired a professional photographer to come to my house to teach me to take pictures. And I had all these picture taking, and she was great. She was very critical. You know, no, that picture's terrible. You can't, you know, everybody's going to know that was taken by a blind person. You need to, you know, it needs to be level and don't move. She said the biggest problem with pictures taken by blind people is they're blurry. Because, um, you know, we don't think about the fact that we aren't supposed to be moving. And so I, I uh, have that whole a section about just using your camera to take pictures. And if you do use your camera to take pictures and pay attention to a lot of these things, you'll get a lot better pictures and people will, you'll get a lot better help because your pictures are better and it will, it will make a big difference. So the book is divided, that's all the interest stuff, and the book is divided into two chapters. The first chapter is what is it, identifying things with the iPhone's camera. This is basically apps. And then the second chapter, second chapter is called getting assistance from humans. So in the app part, I think there's some very obvious things, but one of the things I've been very interested in is color identification. And so I'm, I'm kind of a scientist at heart, so I, I set up a, you know, I don't want to compare apples and oranges, I want to compare apples and apples and red peppers because I set up an a color identification test. I had a blue t-shirt. I did tried not to make it hard. I didn't have plaids and polka dots. I had a blue t-shirt, a red pepper, and a yellow piece of paper. And most of the apps did quite well with the blue t-shirt. Most of them did fairly well with the red pepper. Red peppers are not solid color necessarily. They're a bit mottled. So it, it was sometimes red-brown, or but you certainly would know it was a red pepper and not a green pepper, and that's really the point of the whole thing. But the yellow piece of paper, very, very few apps got it even close. A lot of them called it green, a lot of them called it brown, something like that. And not even close. And I did find one app that I think is better than all the others, and especially it's better if you are patient and careful and hold your camera still for a few seconds before you sample the color. But if you set the settings the way I recommend in the book, because I got very good results, and it called the yellow piece of paper yellow. Um, I will tell you what the app is, because I don't care if you buy the book or not. Um, well, I do. That's not fair. I, I like. I'd like you to buy the book because I, you know, I think you'd learn a lot. But, but, it's not about trying to sell the book. 
Um, but the app is called Color Say. And it's got lots of settings. It is 100% accessible. And I, I found it to be just an absolutely fabulous app for color identification. I also talk about currency identification that new, and the new one called Cash Reader that has the features, it has uh, vibration, it's really good for, for deafblind. They keep adding more currencies. They just added the New Zealand dollar, and I was in New Zealand in April, and it didn't work there, but, but Money Reader did, so we weren't dead in the water. But Cash Reader is a very nice app, and uh, so it's, it's, it's in here. And then Tap Tap See, that it, you know, for better or for worse. Seeing AI, and I go through all of its uh, different things that it does short text, including I did a special uh, handwriting comparison, uh, and, and I give you the results of what both Envision AI is in here also. So in, for all those apps, I, go, I compare the, the various things that if they have currency, if they have handwriting, whatever they have. Let's see, we did colors, currency, object identification, reading short text, handwriting recognition, barcodes, and scene identification. What this book does not have is a lot of information about scanning text. I didn't do voice dream scanner, even though I think it's absolutely fabulous. I just didn't, it would have been five volumes if I'd gone into scanning. And I decided that scanning, someday it'll be its own book. Uh, but it, it's, that's not here. Now, for Seeing AI, where it has a document, and Envision AI, where it reads documents, that I did cover. So chapter two is um, getting assistance from humans. And I start with Be Specular. How many have heard of Be Specular? Not everybody. It's a free app. It's very cool, and it has some some cool advantages. You, you can actually, we can, we can tr let's just try it for 4.36 p.m. All right, let's try it. Unlock, fantastical, one, messages. Double tap to open, actions available. Words, Mess 59% battery oh, power, stop it. not My charging. Phones always talk more when you do this. You Audio know. ducking. Words. I never do that. Kim I should, Kim I don't have home I'm to push, right but, but uh, I do have that home simulation. Messages. Open be specular. No. I have to push. Open be specular. Let's see if it works. Let's see if it works. What I generally do to open my apps is Braille screen input. Tips and tricks. Upload picture from gallery. Button. Why does it change its voice? Uh. Upload picture from tips and tricks. Button. So this app. Upload picture from tips and tricks. Tips and tricks. Upload. Take a picture. Button. Be specular. Heading. So what you do, you take the picture, then you get a chance to ask a question, and let's see. What do we ask take it? Upload picture. Take a picture. Button. Uh, what do we ask it? All right. I like to ask it, 
quite specific things because what's going to happen is humans are going to. Um, I have an idea. I have a jam box here. I yes. went, I'm going to take a picture of the underside of the jam box and ask them if there's a serial number on it because it broke and I have to send it back for repair. Be specular. Heading. Take a picture. Button. Take a picture. Then. Okay, I took the picture. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'll tell you what that is in a second. It says, uploading picture, please stand by. Uploading picture, please stand by. Then, button. I was playing earlier with a tr travel app, and one of the things it had was listen to um, planes taking off and landing at LAX. And there's still it's still running, and I just heard an air, <laughs> an airplane, <laughs> and I think it's uh, uploading picture. I'm not connected to Wi-Fi here. I got to get rid of the LAX planes. Be specular, B-E-S-P-E-C-U-L-A-R, be specular. It's from South Africa. It's free, and using it is free. Now double tap and hold to record your message. So now double tap and hold your question. Button. Okay, double tap and hold to record your question. Well, why is it making this weird noise? Double tap and hold to record your question. Button. Hi, can you tell me if there's a serial number on this Bluetooth speaker? Thank you very much. Send request. Now it's asking me, do I want to send that? Or I can re-record it. Send request. Yes. No. I can just say no and do it again. Yes. But I'm going to say yes. Sending request. Menu. Button. Menu. And it doesn't usually take very long. Um, it probably isn't. Maybe there isn't a serial number. Be specular. Sending request. Please wait. Then. Button. It's really, really slow. And, and when I do this at home with my own Wi-Fi, it's quite quick. But I, as I said, I'm not on Wi-Fi here. And gosh knows what the LAX airport is doing to it all. I gotta get rid of it. As soon as we finish this one, I'm gonna. Now it's we're, now we're waiting for replies. So there's these volunteers. Oh, somebody's replying. One person is replying. Oh, somebody's bored and leaving. Bye. One person is replying. Oh, I think it was. One person is replying. Make a new request. One person is replying. One person is replying. I've moved the microphone away from the speaker, so hold on a second. One person is replying. 
One person is replying. Three people are replying. Oh, now this is interesting because be speculator is kind of cool if you would like opinions. You know, does this blouse go with this skirt? And and you know, want to get three or four people's opinions? You actually have a chance to stop it and have it and say no, I don't want any more replies. I mean, people are out there actually answering this. Three people are replying. Okay, we got one. We can listen to the reply now. Two people are view reply button view reply hi Judy it looks like there may be one but it looks faded and I can't make it up oh well that's nice a minute ago reply by Angelica actions button Re- a minute hi Judy please now she chose she reply. chose to reply respond with text they can Heading. reply with Be text secular. or with their Back own button. voice Back button. I mean if she couldn't read it probably nobody can but oh we can try it with, we'll, I tell you what we'll do View replies. Button. We'll just try Hi, one more. It looks like there may be. Please rate the helpfulness of this person. Talk of. Hi, Judy. There does appear. Please rate the help. Hi, Judy. There does appear to be a string of numbers and letters on the speaker, one of which might be a serial number. However, the numbers aren't clear enough in the photo to make them out. Sorry about that. So, you get the idea. Left point. It's secular. pretty, it's pretty amazing. Okay, time out, guys. I need to get rid of the airport. <laughs> oh, done. Yeah. I use this to identify ties because trying to do a color identification on a man's tie unless they're solid color ties, it's almost impossible. Uh, and to say that, oh, it's striped. Okay. That's not quite enough either. So a bit more description, thank you very much. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a trick always with these applications. It's like any information you request. I want enough to make the decision I'm trying to make based on the information I'm being provided. Do I want opinion? Do I want fact? Do I want a little bit of description? Do I want a lot of description? Right. So, I mean, clearly the interactive apps are... You can also send Bespecular more than one picture. So if you if you think it may be something that you're having a little trouble getting accurately, you can you can send them a couple of pictures to see how that works. So that's be specular. Then we go on to um, I talk about FaceTime, and we're not going to demonstrate that. But FaceTime is is actually a, a good way if you have a good friend, a family member. Somebody who can, because it's a similar sort of thing. For for a variety of reasons, FaceTime is optimized literally for your face. It is not optimized for um, being able to see objects and read print. So the resolution with FaceTime is not as good as it is with some of these apps that have been enhanced to actually provide assistance but it does it does work and uh, you know if you if you actually have somebody that you know that you can regularly FaceTime with it can be a good solution then there's be my eyes and 
and we talk about Be My Eyes and the, the, the whole uh, long section, on, as I said, on, on the privacy. And then, and then there's a very long section on IRA. And the sections in IRA are what is IRA, becoming an IRA user, plans and pricing, the IRA equipment, the IRA app, IRA access, that's where, where you can get IRA for free. What an IRA agent can do, and this is a list of things that an IRA agent can do that, I mean, it, I don't say, you know, that you couldn't do with Be My Eyes, but that's kind of essentially the gist of what it is. It's, it's what can a, you know, because IRA agents can do, I, I'm actually going to tell you a little bit about what's in this section, because it's what an IRA agent can do. Um, there are things like um, they can take photos for you and then email them to you or save them in your app. They can email links to other information. I, I use Ira a lot for to look up stuff on Amazon and describe it, and I, or I'll I'll show them something. I got one of these, and I'm looking. I want to replace it, and I don't don't know which one it is, and they'll identify it. You can watch YouTube videos. They can provide computer help, and and especially using something like Team Viewer where you can actually let the IRA person onto your computer. You still have access to it at the same time, but the IRA person, if you get into a situation where you can't click a button or something just doesn't work, it's a great way to do it. Um, you can summon Uber or Lyft. You can link your accounts in the IRA app. You can, you can go live. Um, this is actually kind of cool. My husband and I did this in a mall a few weeks ago. I had the IRA agent make it live, so in his headphones, he could hear the same things I was hearing. He couldn't talk to the agent, but he could at least hear everything. And she was actually giving both of us directions, so it was really kind of cool. And you can fill out PDF forms, and uh, that's, that's very helpful when you get some horrible PDF that's just an image and you can't use it. So those kinds of things that, that an IRA agent can, that's just a quick list, I'm sure there's lots more, but those are kind of the, some of the kinds of things that an IRA agent can do that you, that you I'm assuming everybody knows what IRA is, I am so sorry. Um, everybody knows what IRA is, no? Yeah, good, okay, I thought so. Um, so then I talk about what an IRA agent can't do, and this is the obvious stuff. I mean, they can't do anything that's illegal or fraudulent or harmful. Um, you can't use IRA in any way that's defamatory, obscene, pornographic, vulgar, or offensive. The offensive one is kind of interesting, because offensive to whom, but that's all right. Um, so you can't, I mean, that's, that's clearly understandable. One, one kind of an interesting thing, you can't use IRA in anything that is an endorsement or advertisement with a product or service, which I find kind of kind of... Which means what? Exactly. I don't know what that means, but it would be an interesting thing to find out. Ah, uh, yeah. So, well, just for fun, let's try. I'm going to reconnect the speaker now that I got rid of the airport. 
Let's see if Ira can read this. Now, it, I, it very likely can because we'll be able you know, get a little closer, get a little further away. I mean, we, we relied on me taking one picture the last time. Let's see if we can do better. Hello, phone. Hello, phone. Remember me, phone? 4.49 p.m. Ah, thank you. 4.49 p.m., Monday, July 8th. Phone, six new items. Hard, Ira. Double tap to open. Loading. Using phone, button. Double, search and apply a free, call Ira. From phone, button. Double. I'm not hearing the little Ira twiddle, but that could be because of the speaker. I did. Why double tap? Thanks for calling Ira, Judy. This is Sarah. What would you like to do oh, today? Oh, hello, Sarah. I've talked to you before. Um, I'm actually doing a demo. So we have all these nice people here out in the audience. Hello, people. I'm, I'm showing Sarah, uh, all you guys. And, but what I, so we want a demo, and this is what we want to try. I'm going to show you the bottom of a Bluetooth speaker. Can you read a ser Can you read a serial number on this speaker? There's nothing on that side. If you wouldn't mind flipping yeah. it over, it's unless it's been etched in there, I don't see any label or anything on that no, there's side. No, there's no label. Ah, uh, uh huh. What were you going to say? I just said I. Um, it's not on that side. Okay. It would not be on that side. No, could you that's the front, it? but there's I'm the mine. ends. No, there's the power and the input. Oh, right. okay, you know what? If you fly it that way, if you could go a little bit closer with the camera, I'll snap a picture. You know what? I think you were right. I do see it now. If you could go a little bit to the left with the camera, perfect. Just going to snap a picture so I can zoom in, if that's okay, Judy. Oh, righty. Just grabbing that picture, and then you can relax if you'd like. Oh, I said, I think I said that a little bit too soon. I snap one more picture. I'm sorry. That's no problem. And if you could go a little bit closer with the camera, you're in a perfect angle. A little any closer? A little closer down? Yeah, let me try that there. One moment. Taking that picture. picture. And what I might do also is turn the flashlight on if that's okay, because yeah. it's a blue. Um, device and the writing is in white, so it's not very well contrasted at the moment. Let me see. Oh, I see the CE numbers and the symbols. Jawbone, I see. I'm struggling to see the actual number actually because it's super teeny tiny writing. Can I try another picture, Judy? Sure, That's okay. A little bit to the left with the camera. You guys oh, can all hear her okay, so I know it's not too loud. But a little bit to the right. A little bit to the right. Oh, yeah, and I can speak up. There we go. Let me snap another picture if that's okay. Taking a picture, Alexis. Okie doke. Hopefully, this one will come out. No, uh oh, I think we just lost her. No. One of the things about Ira is. It will try and. Yep, she's still there. Two seconds. Yeah. You know what, Judy? I am unfortunately unable. I've taken a few pictures and I 
think because the writing is just so teeny tiny, I'm really struggling. If you've got anything else you'd like me to read or... <laughs> I'm sorry about that, of all the things. <laughs> well, I wanted to give you something actually kind of difficult. This just just to see how well the things that you had at your disposal to try and do. Um, I think there's a sighted person in the room. Is there? No, no, okay. Uh, a sighted person, is there? Could you come here for a second, please? I wanna know if you can see this serial number. Just get a real sighted person in real life. Yes, it's there. Ah, you can, can, you, can you read it? <laughs> well, no. Oh, my goodness. J30, 1335. Ah, okay. Gee, a whole bunch of right, okay. Thank it's, you. It's bad coloration. Ah. So, but that gives you an idea of all the. Okay, Sarah, thank you so much. Any, anybody want to ask Sarah Zero anything? Hours, four minutes. Sarah. Sarah, when you took the picture, what things right. did you do to it to try to make it easier to see? Um, sometimes I turn the flashlight on because it helps with the contrast of colors, but unfortunately in this case it didn't help. Then I also took the picture and I was able to magnify it, so I zoomed in. But unfortunately, because the writing was so small, the more I magnified it, the more blurry it made it, which again, doesn't normally happen. But yeah, so I normally turn the flashlight on, magnify it, and if um, Judy had the horizon glasses, I, I could have contrasted the uh, light and dark. I could have done a oh, little bit of manipulation with the contrast. Gotcha. Okay. So, you actually would have had more options had we been doing it with the horizon glass sense? camera? Yeah. You would have had more options if I'd been using the horizon glasses? She's, Sarah, are you there? Oh, I think we lost her again. Sarah, but I think duration, she, zero hours, message, button. Yeah. Duration, zero hours, five minutes, 46 I message, privacy. I, I did too. Oh. Using phone. Start call with a message. Skip oh feedback. Button. I thought she was gone, so I closed Ira. it. Um, One password. Double tap to open. I just learned something new as well because I've used the glasses sometimes to try to read things, and they they didn't seem to have as high a resolution. So I usually use my phone for reading with Ira. And, but the fact that she can control the contrast, contrast is a very different issue than resolution. And so the fact that she has better control over contrast with the glasses is quite interesting. Yes? I don't because this book is about iPhone. Yeah, and it's only Android. Um, but I am I'm aware of of what's what's possible with cyber time. Um, I think this situation being I I'm not connected to Wi-Fi here, and so it's only cellular, and we're deep inside a building, 
So the cellular connection is very likely not great. Contacts. Is I think why Location we were tracking on. Let's see. Cellular. Two of four bars. So we have Signal two strength. bars, but bar but it's not it's not great. Wipe down with three Normally I would be using Wi-Fi and uh, or being outside. Being outside with a cellular connection works works great. I don't usually have connectivity issues much. You th it used to be open. a bigger problem than it is these days. When it's functioning in a in video mode, not a, not a picture like we've been discussing up to this point, but you're out using it to navigate and that kind of stuff. Have you noticed any latency between what you were experiencing and what they were seeing? Very little, and I'm a, I'm always actually kind of amazed by that. I mean, there there obviously is some, and and this is an issue. Um, for a long time, Ira has had a policy about not speaking when, an, when a person was crossing a street. And they've now decided to change that policy. They, they have not given out specifics yet about exactly how they're going to change that policy. Um, because they, they're, they're still not going to say, yes, it's safe to cross the street. And I don't, I think they probably shouldn't. Nobody should. Right. You've always been able to do that. Um, it's while you're actually, once you've stepped off the curb, that they will stop talking and only talk when you get to the other side. And that's what is apparently going to change to some degree. And I, but I think Brian's point is a good one. You've got to always remember that there's, there is latency. I mean, you know, who knows how long that latency is. But it's, you know, it can be a half a second. I've, I've always thought about, you know, if I was using Ira for some kind of cooking, like, like canning and filling canning jars, you know, could they tell me when to stop? I think it might overflow before. You know. I don't know how well that would work. I've been a little worried about it. But that's the kind of thing that Ira could help you with, and and they could they could tell you you know you're you're veering and and they would be you know they would be able to tell. I had a situation a year or so ago where I um, was taking our local uh, paratransit to work, and I was I was going to a place where I didn't normally go. I was on Capitol Hill, and they sent a bus. And buses are not allowed on Capitol Hill. So they the bus had to put me off in some place where I totally didn't know where I was. I was almost a mile from my office. And I had to start, I had to walk from there. And I started to walk. And I got to a place that was super loud. I found out later it was a off-ramp of 395, which is a major highway in Washington. Well, I was under 395, and I had to cross the street, and I couldn't hear. I could hear nothing. So I called Ira, and I explained the situation, and I said, I, you know, and, it, and then he, he, so he looked at it. He said, well, there's an island in the middle, and he said, I'll, I can tell you when the light turns green or red or whatever. I always love it. Half the people say, the light's red. Half people say, the light's green. I don't know what that means. Um, anyway, but anyway, he told me when the light was correct. And then he said, I, I'll tell you when you get to the island. 
and I, I, I just prayed because I could hear zero. And, and I had a dog, fortunately. So between, between my dog and the and IRA agent telling me when I got to the island, I was afraid he wasn't going to be able to do that, but he did. And I, I'm here to tell the tale, but it was a very scary experience, and there was nobody around. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's probably true. This happened to be about 6.30 in the morning, which was part of the problem. So, Brian, um, what's that? Oh, the name of the book is Getting Visual Assistance with an iPhone. Now you can just be friends with your friends. And uh, so it, it is from National Braille Press, yes. Yeah, they're selling it here. They have it. They have it here. And at the end of the book, there's a there's a small section just on my uh, my encouraging people to think about the tools in the toolbox. And and this is this is the idea that that no one tool will do everything, and they can all do somewhat different things, one from another. And and the 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 thing to really think about is is all the different tools that you have in your toolbox and how do they complement each other how do they contrast with each other and and what the what you know what what each of them is going to do for you so any questions comments uh, we have plenty of time here i'm looking for other mics. it's right there there you go boo hello okay anyway when i'm doing things and need or feel the need for a bit of assistance to accomplish something. Now I'm going to use two or three things that are in my, my bailiwick. I want to use my Instant Pot. And I've carefully labeled all the buttons, uh, but there's a single component that uh, just doesn't work all that well, and that is telling it how long to do something if I'm doing it manually. If I'm doing yogurt, pour in the milk, hit the yogurt button, walk away. But if I'm doing something like, I don't know, chicken breast or something like that, a chicken stew, you know, it's not like there's chicken stew on the side of one of the buttons. So I uh, use Ira for that moment in the cooking process where I need to set the time, and only for that. So it lasts like 30 seconds. Uh, to get that kind of help. And I use uh, Be My Eyes to sort socks, white versus black, when not, they're the same weave, you know? I do the laundry. These are, many of these things are things I could wait till a sighted person arrives home to you know, bridge the gap, so to speak. But I use these kinds of programs so I don't have to wait until there's sight available. I want to tell a couple of real quick stories here of, of things that worked well for me and not so well for me. Well for me was um, using Ira when we were at a Red Sox baseball game at Fenway Park, and it began to rain, and it was pretty clear the game was going to be canceled. So my family have no tolerance for waiting for an hour for the game to resume. So we all head for the exits. And when I say we all, 36,000 people are heading for the exit. 
and I'm trying to get an Uber. Well, so are probably 2,000 at a minimum of the people leaving that space are looking for those. So it's not like I know the car that's coming is going to be the one for me. So I call the IRA agent, I tell them what I intend to do, get to this and such a street, and I want to get an Uber to pick me up there, and it needs to be an UberX. And I, they know I'm an Uber user, they've got the right, because I put it up in my profile, uh, that they, they can use Uber to select one for me. And they were excellent in that they can watch the little dot or little miniature car go across the screen and tell me when it's approaching, from which direction, left or right. Uh, therefore, I would know whether it's on my side of the street or the far side of the street. And as it approached, they said, I, it, it should be coming up just about now. I'd, I'd step out into the road and wave. So I stepped out into the road and, I wave, road and I waved. And sure enough, it was mine and we all piled in. What I didn't say is that because I was so busy pointing the phone toward the car, I didn't point it down to the 12-inch uh, puddle that <laughs> had, a, had occurred because of this rainfall, right? So, and I go. Nonetheless, it really worked out well, very, very well for me to use it in that fashion. I used Be My Eyes in Las Vegas because I always wanted to play a poker machine in Vegas, and they're not accessible. So all I get to go do is, you know, play one-armed bandits where there's absolutely nothing to do but pull a lever or push a button. So I dial up, be, be my eyes, and uh, I get a 13-year-old girl from Florida <laughs> to read a poker machine to me. <laughs> so she's saying, you know, I say, okay, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna point at a button, and you just tell me what that button is, and I'll make all my decisions. You ready for that? Fine. So what's this button? Three of clovers, <laughs> you with me? Sometimes the person needs to at least understand what it is you're up to uh, for that to be a, an effective connection. And, in, and I've had more good luck than bad luck with that. There are some IRA agents who have special knowledge and you can literally ask, if you want to ask them about Ladies' clothes, you don't want to get a guy named Bruno, no matter how well-intentioned he is, to give you clothing suggestions, right? The other day, I wanted to decide which ties I was going to keep and which ones I was going to toss. And I got a lady who apparently was very conservative. She didn't like the first 26 ties I showed her. So I hung up and I called again and got a different agent and moved on. So, you know, some of it is, you know, that kind of thing. When you're asking opinion, you want to have some feel for the person's background. But I've had, I literally had a rocket scientist answer a be, be my eyes call and did a spectacular job. I've had artists answer and there, you know, I say, wait a minute, I th let me think of something where an artist's knowledge would really be valuable for me right now to take advantage of some of that. And I personalize the conversation because be my eyes folks are volunteering. Be specular people are volunteering. Um, so I feel a different level of need to be very thankful for their service. I appreciate 
you know, uh, IRA, but I also have higher expectations because they're, I'm paying for it and they're getting paid for it. So it's just a different kind of way to look at things. There are a number of things that some of these companies are claiming. So, uh, I have to say that um, this is in flux. Uh, which companies have tried to go through the regulatory process to, for example, be used in a federal office mm -hmm. or behind a security fence kind of thing. This has to do with HIPAA compliance. HIPAA compliance stuff, and exactly. I know that's something Ira's working on. So, and, and it's a multi-step process, and the minute, the, it's kind of like putting something in the Apple store. You submit, and then you wait, and wait. Oh, what, I... Got a question? Please. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yes. That's actually a really good thing for a Ira. Good, to, a, it's a good thing for Ira to help with. Speaking of special opportunities, I saw something today I wanted to remember to mention to you guys. Um, Be My Eyes has a, a section now called Specialized Services. And you can connect directly with Microsoft and Google and you know you can say, well, why why Microsoft? But if your computer won't boot or it's coming up doing something and your screen reader won't talk, you can't use it to connect directly with a Microsoft agent through giving you know typing in their little code and and having them come on your computer. They you need to have them see your computer screen, and that's something you can now do with Be My Eyes. But they now announced today they have just partnered with Clear Blue Caroline, and it's a company that does pregnancy and fertility tests. <laughs> I think that is so cool, so that, that people have uh, private, independent access to that kind of information. Yeah, isn't it? Uh. What next? <laughs> I thought that was really great. I heard a report about uh, a woman who used the IRIS service um, to, and um, how to put it, to determine whether or not her daughter had come of age. Hmm. You with me? Hmm. Um, so, uh, also, uh, our executive director, Eric Bridges, uses IRA to sit with his son and read books together. Now, uh, he's certainly capable of reading Braille and all that kind of stuff, but a, a lot of what kid books are are pictures. They're not so much about the words, they're about the pictures. And so he has an IRA agent speaking in his ear uh, saying what the two of them are reading. And so Eric says, well, oh, well, look, here we got a teddy bear. What color are his eyes? Oh. And, you know, he interacts with his son in that fashion. So it's not the iron 
agent dealing with the son, it's Eric. Uh, and I think that's, therein lies one of the many yeah, I social questions. I wonder that too. The I social engineering questions about things. Um, No, you, 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 you have to turn on, they, Ira will not work in a restroom. They, they, um, you have to turn off, turn on privacy mode before you go in. But they're awfully damn valuable to find the restroom. I go to airports quite a bit. And it's one thing when I plan my day and I'm not worried about having access to a restroom. It's another thing when my flight gets delayed by three hours. Now a restroom is in my future. Uh, that's a good question I, I don't know I well first off they have to look around enough to know that you're alone in there right, right. and that right there is a violation of somebody's <coughs> privacy oh yes there is somebody in here it's a little late to be turning it off I don't, can't tell you how many times I thought I was alone in a, in a public restroom and had somebody pop out of a stall. Yep. Oh, oh, you oh, oh, oh. In what universe? <laughs> okay, go for it. And the back end of the guy standing at the urinal and... Almost everybody who tells this kind of a story says, I was in Japan as part of the story. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Go ahead. Sometimes in Japan you go into, yeah. Squat over the coal. Some, yeah. Sometimes you go in Japan and there's what they don't have Western toilets and and. That yeah. you were safe that time. <laughs> and then in India you go into bathrooms where it's dirt, literal, literally dirt, and you have to figure out where in this dirt am I supposed to do something. <laughs> Well, for me, it was the 1,001 places and ways they can hide the flush mechanism. I was in um, Munich in a public restroom, and I just couldn't find any way to do it. And so I met my family out front, and uh, they had been in the ladies' room. It turns out 
one tile on the wall was a different color than all the other tiles. And you were supposed to touch the colored tile. So anyway, there are times when sighted assistance <laughs> is appropriate and times when it's not so appropriate uh, and you have to use personal judgment. We had a speaker at the general session this morning, uh, Hannah Fairbairn, who was a teacher at the Carroll Center for the Blind where I've worked for 34 years. And hers is all about how to educate the people around you about how they can be of assistance. How to ask, you know, dealing with your body language and their body language and, and such whatnot in order to educate them as you're asking them for assistance in virtually any kind of environment, how important that is. Uh, the IRA agent, I wanted to ask you another question, Judy, from my experience again. You really liked the ColorSay app yes. on your iPhone. What kind of, of, have you ever used IRA agents to help you with color stuff? And how accurate do you think they were? I have used IRA agents to help with colors, and actually they're, they're surprisingly accurate. I, I wonder how much of color identification has to do with the iPhone camera and how much of it is, is the technology. But IRA agents are actually quite good at colors. Um, the, the, the problem with IRA agents is, is, you know, what one person's peacock blue is somebody else's Williamsburg blue. And, and so it's, you know, well, it's blue. Well, fine, that's, can you tell me a little more about that? You know, is it light, is it dark, is it, you know, whatever. And so trying to get a real sense, you know, does this blue have a little green in it? Does this blue have a little, purp is it more purple or does it have a little red in it? And, and you know, some, there again, you get into the person's skills and, uh, you know, and you get a guy and he just says, I don't know what color it is. You know? <laughs> you know, I was at, at the ACB mini mall and I asked, do you have a blue ACB carry-all carry kind of thing? I said, well, we have one. And I said, so what shade of blue is it? North Carolina blue. Now, I don't know about you, but I have no clue what North Carolina blue was. So we went back and forth with this. Is it dark? Is it light? It's what? Ah, <laughs> it's a light blue, right? A lightish blue, I see. So, uh, well, I, there is such a thing as green monster green. Fenway fan. Well, actually, in ColorSay uh, is one of the apps where you can set something called point mode, and you can have it sample a very, very tiny part of what you're, not its whole visual field, but just a tiny pinpoint of it. So you can actually just keep sampling all around the garment or whatever it is, and it will give you different um, colors, you know, based on what's there. That's true, because they'll kind of combine the colors and, and you don't know what you've got. That's when a, a color, uh, you know, a physical color detector, and that especially one that has a light detector built in that you can run around the garment and it'll give you all different sounds like, um, what's the new one? Uh, color star. Um, 
Yeah, it does an amazing job. It's very impressive. APH. It's a Caratech product. Yeah. Hmm? It's expensive, but it's good. What? I'm sorry, what was the question? Penfriend? No, Penfriend's for labeling. The Penfriend is for labeling. It doesn't do colors. No, I use that, the Penfriend. I've used, you should see the back of some of my ties. I have so many different labels from list, different generations. <laughs> you know. How long are you keeping these ties? Yeah. Well, some of them, they come back in fashion, oh. Rudy, come on. Narrow, wide, narrow, narrow wide, narrow, narrow wide, narrow, wide. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I, just, I just reduced mine by two-thirds uh, collection because I'm retiring. I don't need 180 ties. Forget that. Anyway, um, but I use, use that, I have to say that Anything that requires that I do a lot of things in advance in order to put something together, that used to be kind of entertaining to me. Now I just want to know. Um, so it's, all right, is this my red shirt or my blue shirt? Okay, it's my red shirt, fine. Does this tie go with it? Does that tie go with it? Fine. By the way, which, can you describe the tie? Fine. And I move on. Um, and I may have to have that same process a month or two down the road again, because I didn't take time to write a label, attach it to it, and, you know, and worry about whether it was going to make it through the laundry and all the other things. Uh, and that works for me pretty well. I find it amazing how ladies can tell their clothes apart. Um, but us guys, we got shirts, 12 shirts that are the exact same cuts, but are different colors or whatever. So we don't do that. You don't do that. I know. <laughs> you say, oh, that's the blouse. That's the purple blouse with the red flowers because it has lace on the collar and yeah. it just right. goes on and right. on like that. I don't, my mind doesn't work that way. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, it's 525 and let's um, just take any last minute questions or comments or thoughts or whatever you might have. We're not IRA people. Well, no, do, do you, but you're, you're at, I, the IRA people certainly give their opinions. They do it all the time. All the time. I mean, that's. You don't have to believe them. <laughs> like, what, what, give me your example. I'm sorry, but looking at the. Ah. <laughs> that's a good one. So, is she hot looking or not? Is that the kind of question? Hot or not? <laughs> oh, man. Gonna get in trouble up there. So, the, the, the fact of the matter is that um, they're, they're going to say things like, she has long black hair. They'll, yeah, they'll yeah. give you descriptions and you get to decide whether that's pretty or not. <laughs> But I've I've certainly picked products with Ira. Oh. We had a, we had our a new roof put on our house uh, last year, and the roofing people dropped something onto our front porch, broke both of our front porch lamps, and so okay. And I, and I, here's the exact you know thought process. 
in the old days, I would have had to wait for some sighted person to come along and then somehow figure out how to find new lamps, get them ordered. Oh my gosh, what a production. So no, I just waltzed outside with Ira, said, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna look at these lamps. Here's the old ones. And here's the front of the house. She was actually good. She even said, why don't you walk down your front walk and let me look at the whole house just so I get an idea like what kind of house it is and so forth. That was really good. I thought that was great. So she looked at the lamps. Okay, the doorknob, the door, the doorbell is brass and the door numbers are brass, the house numbers are brass on a black plaque. Okay, I got the idea. All right, so then we went inside and she went on Amazon and she said, okay, I found some lamps. They're, gold. They're black and brass. They look very similar to what you had. And these were even cooler because they had motion detectors and all this stuff. I think they were like you know, 25 bucks a piece. They weren't even expensive. And so got, we ordered the lamps. They came. And then all we had to do was call the electrician to come and install them. And it was, you know, and yet she said they look nice. And I mean, I, you know, that kind of like front porch lamps. I mean, it's not exactly like a hot guy, but, but uh, still, you know, I, I, they were fine. We're shutting down right now. Yeah, really. So, I mean, it was, that, was, that was the thing. I, you know, like, and there have been quite a number of, of just household things like that that you just have to deal with. And, and Ira's been just wonderful at that kind of thing. My other, my other favorite, I'll tell you my other favorite Ira story for myself I, like, I really like to cook, and I cook a lot. And I, and I think I'm pretty good at most of the things I cook. And, but I, what I have not ever been very comfortable with is any kind... I, I like to bake, but I look for recipes that don't require decorating. So, you know, any, any kind of decorating, you know, rolling it in powdered sugar I can manage, but, but actually, like, frosting a cake or something like that. So with Ira, I have now frosted a carrot cake, and, and I was starting to use a spoon, and she says, do you have anything, like, different than that? You know, do you have a spatula? Oh, okay. So I showed her, a, you know, like a spatula you'd use to turn hamburgers over. to. No, 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 no. Do you have, like, a rubber spatula? Anyway, I found, oh, yeah, that's the right kind. So, and I, it's a tool I wouldn't have ever thought of using to do this job. But anyway, we, it took almost a half an hour the first time I frosted a carrot cake with an IRA agent, but I learned so much about how to do it and, and what the issues were. But... After that, one um, Christmas, two years ago, I made some, I had to take some uh, things to work some, for our Christmas party. So I made some little miniature gingerbread houses, and, and they were baked in little molds, so that part was easy, but I wanted to decorate them. So I got some sugar snowflakes and things, and so she looked at those, and she said, oh, I don't know how we're going to use that. I'm not sure how that's going to work. So she said, why don't you just get some powdered sugar and sprinkle it on? Let's see how that looks. So I sprinkled it all. Put, put a little more over there. Okay, now take your finger and wipe some off. You got a little bit too much there. And so, uh, yeah, that looks pretty good. looks like snow. Well, here's the funny part. I took them to work, and they had this competition, you know, best cake and best cookie and best this and best that. My gingerbread houses got best presentation, <laughs> which I thought was just, and, and they didn't even know who brought them, because you had to go and leave them in a special place so that nobody would know who actually brought which dessert. So it wasn't like, you know, oh, the blind lady will, you know, will give her an award, you know. Yeah. I, I, was, I, was so, I was so pleased. Yeah, that was cool. I, I thought, I thought that, and you know, and there was again an example where you know she gave, I, you know, they give opinions, you know, about about uh, 
So, thank you very much for coming. It's been a great session. Are you still awake? Kim's not here. Oh, it was Kim who left. Oh. Uh, I have a <laughs> order that's arriving from Instacart. Oh, right. I, I, I said to the, I texted the Instacart lady. I said, I'm a blind lady with a German Shepherd dog. I'm standing out where the cars come in. She texted me back. I see you. And she found me and handed me my groceries. There you go. See?